I can now control the time crunch to form a specific planetary meme through the insertion of a sample of that world's native organic material, specifically a living host organism. Pardock has kindly volunteered to help form the Marinus Template. Ah, a noble offering. However, I should take care with your meta-template, Pardock. These shapers are temperamental at the best of times. It may read you wrong and reconstruct you as a true Marusian. <laughs> you might all end up looking like Arbitan, and you'd hardly like that outcome, I'm sure. To become, in every possible sense, your most hated enemy. <laughs> the long-deceased Arbitan is no longer our most hated enemy, Doctor. You are. Now you shall at last join him in death. You've gone and done it now, Doctor. I warned you, your haughtiness would catch you one day. Back, you vault! Back, I say! Back, I say! Are you better fight? Stop! Please stop! I brought the doctor to you so he could help you. You need him alive. Stay. The monk is correct. The doctor must live. Our success depends upon this. Lower your blades and retreat. Doctor, you never should have antagonized them. These boards are a most aggressive bunch. Your... Your concern is hardly touching... Oh, necessary. There was much a time I could best a dozen Roman centurions single-handedly. I shall be quite capable of standing so... Ah, 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 What is this? It is a heartbeat. Just the one. And it is the wrong beat. Something is wrong. Has been wrong since the Toymaker. No. You were earlier since Kimball. And the time to stop there. Out of here still there. Driven upon the wings. Doctor? The rest is for. Doctor? Doctor? Doctor, wake up. Please, wake up. You can't leave me alone with these ruffians. There will be no further delays. Compel the doctor to assist us now. Hush now, you impatient fiend. Something's wrong with him. The doctor's comfort is beneath our concern. 
At least let me see if he's well enough to be of any use. Doctor, are you all right? You look... you look so ill. It's so unlike you. Spoken with such care, like a true, long-time friend. But what do you know of me, really? Hmm? Nothing. Nothing that's truly sincere. But if you're hurt or ill, I can certainly care about that. Hmm. Ooh, so now you're an exhibit healer now, are you? Shall you inquire after my spiritual welfare next? Hmm? Well, if you really are in need of a personal physician... No, my health is none of your concern, Mac. Besides, why should it bother you if your allies attack me? You would have your long-awaited revenge, delivered without any real effort. Oh, my old friend, you may be incorrigible, you may be absolutely infuriating, but I don't want you brutalized, and I certainly don't want you dead. I just hoped bringing you here might have taught you a little sense. Really, <laughs> I wish you nothing worse. You can facilitate my belief in your sincerity by telling me exactly how the Vard expects my help. Preferably without any further violence. It's nothing alarming, Doctor. All you need to do is help the Vord prepare the machine to recreate Marinus and then help me operate the Shaper when it is all ready. It really is that simple. And I'm secure in the assumption that if I refuse my assistance, the Vord will eliminate me. Fail to help us, Doctor. And both you and our increasingly useless advisor will pay the ultimate price. Consider if both your lives are enough motivation to serve us. They may be allies, but they're certainly not friendly. I'd take their intentions seriously if I were you. Very well, I shall help you, Mug. Just don't expect me to whistle while I work. No, that's some sort of radiation detector. Maybe these? No, those are just anti-gravity clamps. Really? They look more giant clovers dipped in motor oil. Well, why not this? No good. That's a matter synthesizer. I've no idea what you mean, but I'll take your word for it. Oh, look at this. It looks like some kind of rocket. I wonder if it flies. Careful, you silly girl! Don't you know what this is? If I'm so silly, then obviously I don't know. Well, since there's no harm done, I can tell you that this is a small neutron bomb. One wrong twist and we both would be reduced to atoms. Well, best be careful then. No launches today. Wait a moment. Look, over there. This is it, Dodo. This is our escape ticket. So, this is the... uh, what is it you call it? A transmat. Yes, that's the word. It's a lot simpler than I thought it would be. Well, most things are. It's easier to use if it is. There's just one problem, though. What's the matter? We need an energy source to power the disk. I thought you said this would be simple. The transmat is simple to use, but it requires a good amount of power. Doesn't it come with batteries? This isn't a torch, Dodo. But I suppose in a way you're right. Usually these things come with a mounted power unit. Of course, Dodo. 
We can use the monk's TARDIS to power the transmat. Really? Well, I guess we can. It must take a lot of energy to move these things through space and time. Exactly. If my engineering classes were right, a trip through time would be more than enough power. Come on, let's get back to the control chamber. Stephen, we've got a stroke of luck. See where the monk was working inside his control device? He's left that part of its base open. Yes, he has. And if we can link the transmat to a power conduit inside the console, we'll be able to draw some energy from this ship and transfer it into the disk. We can be out of here in no time. So, our prison will become our escape. Fab. All we need now is something to connect the two. Some type of cable or wire. Hey, I have an idea. Dodo? Half a second. Will this work? It looks like a strong cable, and it has these metal clamps at both ends. Ah, Dodo, you'll make a fine engineer yet. Now, let's get started. We should move fast if we want to help the Doctor. You're right. Steve. I hope you don't think... What I said earlier about my finding the monk nice... I hope you don't think I don't believe what you and the Doctor say about him. If you don't think he can be trusted, then I... I guess I just won't talk to him again. Look, Dodo, I may not always understand you, or even agree with how you see others in the world around you, but I would never want to change you. How you treat others when you meet them, well, sometimes I wish I were a little more like that, a little more trusting. I can even appreciate the way you are with someone like the monk, someone I don't trust, and someone I won't admit to liking much at all. But you like him, and that's what matters. Maybe you can see something in him that I can't see, something that not even the doctor sees. Who knows? Maybe in the end, the monk is just someone who needs a friend to understand him. Well, we all need someone like that. Ready, friendly face. Maybe so, yes. My point is, if you feel like being nice to the monk, then don't let me stop you. I can't say I'll be enjoying his company much anytime soon, though. Ha! Well then, like chalk and cheese, the world's big enough for the two of us. This TARDIS sure is too, but we've got to get out of this one. So, we've got a job to finish. Stephen, even if you get this transmat thing running, how do we know where we'll end up after we use it? If this disc is like most others I've used, once we get power into it, we'll be able to access its direction and range controls. They're usually built into the pad itself. I'm more worried about if the transmat can even get us out of the monk's TARDIS. But we've got to try. If not for your necessity to our triumph, old man, I would have dismembered you at first sight. But 
The purpose you shall serve to the Vord will more than compensate my tolerance of your continuing existence. My Vord brethren, your overlord summons your cognition. Our time and triumph is almost at hand. The units upon the surface of this world will keep constant vigilant watch upon our enemy, the Doctor, as well as our advisor, the Monk. It's within the Dirtual, shall complete their current duties and then join me at the ravine. All Vord shall witness our blessed deliverance. Until then, keep watch upon the aliens among us. They must not leave this place before their work is complete. This is the directive of your overlord, Pardon. pleasant way to communicate. What with those Vord villains so close? Don't you well think? Silence, you sibilating miscreant. These Vord are telepathic by nature. Besides, I have no wish to engage you in meaningful conversation with any of my senses. Doctor, come now. <laughs> our captors may share our telepathic abilities in the simplest sense, but I can assure you, they can't detect our thoughts. We are both much too quick, after all. Perhaps so, Muck. But that leaves my second objection unaffected. I have no desire to break thoughts with you. Well, that's just terrible manners on your part, I tell you. I'm not trying to attack your mind or betray your confidences. I merely wish to know how you've been since we last met. I am as I always have been, sir. No congratulations for yourself, in order. I'll grant you that bereavement if you'll at least grant me the same courtesy. You truly have caused me so much trouble since the monastery in 1066. First, I couldn't get into my TARDIS, and then I couldn't go where I liked. That's very important to me, you know. My personal freedoms to go where I wish and help where I can. You will be my again. The cosmos and its people have no need of your brand of assistance, back. You'll interfere with the natural course of history, only when it suits your own self-importance. Then your meddling never results in positive change. And who's to blame for that, eh? Maybe it seems like my plans cause a catastrophe only because you get involved and ruin them. It's always been that way between us, Doctor, whether on Earth or home. Haven't you ever thought that my way doesn't work for you because you're not the one thinking of it? <laughs> Not for a moment. My way is the way things must be, precisely because it is not mine. But what is? At least you always have friends to agree with you, Doctor, as opposed to my rather lonely, solitary life in cloisters and corridors. Oh, oh that reminds me. Your latest friend, Dodo, is such a charming girl and very sweet. You and your friend Stephen may not be very much fun, Doctor, but your young ladies are always very nice. <laughs> yes, my dear monk, on that point we shall agree. 
Young Dodo is very lovely. She's brightened by life aboard the TARDIS in more ways than she knows. <laughs> Whistling, man. Yes, surprisingly I am. Then I will cease. Then have it your way. Well, I think it's time we make our final pronouncements. Matter converter? Functional. Gravitational compensator? Operational. Now, for our safety, we should exit this troublesome machine. I can't say I approve of this machine's presence, Buck, but I must at least congratulate your engineering skill. Because you left me little to correct. The Shaper device. Are you certain that it is fully prepared? Oh, you move so quickly and quietly, my ward ally. Answer. Yes, yes, of course. The Doctor and I make a fine team, it seems. <laughs> I can assure you this machine is now complete and ready for work. Although... You have a concern. Share it. I believe the detail my less experienced associate wishes to omit is that the shaper device may be operational, but it still must be calibrated to fetch our desired template. Now, since the monk has so ingeniously altered this device to operate from a post-organic matter sample, and the only host matter from Belarus available to us is among you, Vaud, that it seems we have no options to proceed. Unless, of course, you have a willing volunteer. Very well. It is time, my willing subject. Enter the Shaper. What? What? Where's he going? Stop him at once! You're pressed up at a fall! The machine is set to automatic reaction! With the inside chamber exposed, we'll be caught in the matter conversion! No! Stephen. What are you reading? Wait, I recognize the book. That's the monk's journal. Really? Then I hope this isn't true. It's the worst thing if it is. What do you hope isn't true? It says here, the monk advised the Beatles to break up the band in 1970. That's just five years ahead of when I left Earth. He's lying, isn't he? How should I know? I never listened to prehistoric tribal music. Prehistoric? Look, we've got more important things to worry about. 
come over here to the console. Sure. Anything to get my mind off the Beatles. Like I say, prehistoric tribes. Now, do you know anything about electronics? I once took apart my aunt's telly for fun, although she didn't laugh after. But I thought you were the fighter pilot. Don't you boys know all about machines? I know enough about machines, but whatever this stuff is, I've never seen the like. I haven't the faintest idea what the components are for. Well, didn't you say the Doctor had done some damage to this TARDIS the last time you met the monk? And the monk was working on these controls when we got here. Maybe the best idea is just choosing something that looks like it's working, no matter what it does. That's probably the best we can hope for. So something in an unknown alien machine that looks like it's working. This looks like something working. Insubordination. This soldier will not respond to my mental commands. No doubt it won't, because it can't. The super generates an intense bioelectrical energy field. No amount of your so-called commands will penetrate its aura. Never mind the science lecture. I'll just go over there and shut the doors. It's too late. The shaper is awakening. <gasps> no. Run! Here's to blind luck. Oh! Oh! Get back, Dodo! Oh! Ah! Ah! Stephen, the fire isn't stopping. No, and I think it's going to explode. What can we do? Where can we go? The trophy room. <coughs> Dodo! Follow me! <coughs> I can't see anything. Dodo! Dodo! Where are you? Stephen!
fortune shines upon us. We've survived, and what a fantastic display to behold. But is it over? We must descend and investigate. I will know if the soldier's meta-donation was successful. Meta-donation? You make it sound as if that poor fellow has made a charitable service. Wait, look. Yes, inside the Shaper alcove. The Vord soldier, it's gone. And we honor our brother's successful sacrifice. Observe. Doctor, can you see the soil at the bottom of the ravine? It's boiling. Yes, boiling with acid from the seas of Paris. It works. My alterations work. The Shaper is functional. Yes, the ravine has been successfully, if very slightly, acidized. I hope that you'll realize the potential consequences of your actions here, Mac. Consequences? I prefer to think of my actions as yielding very generous benefits to the downtrodden and needy. These are very simple to see. <laughs> I've given my friends the means to remake their world, and in return they shall provide me with the materials I need to regain true freedom in time and space. Ah, so your generosity is best bequeathed when there is a guarantee of helpful reciprocation. How oh, very selflessly noble of you. Well now, my friend, I think we've come to the end of our bargain. With the doctor's help, I've demonstrated the successful capabilities of my device and provided your race with a means to recreate Marinas here upon this budding planet. Now, if you will kindly return to me my other circuits, I'll be happily on my way. No. No? How can you deny me my doom? Our bargain is still incomplete. Incomplete? What do you mean, incomplete? Oh, wait. You can't mean you expect me to reform this entire planet into marinas, can you? That's not part of a bargain. That's not fair. Fair has nothing to do with your situation, Mac. It is justice that concerns our captor, Overlord Pardock. And he defines justice with the fulfillment of ambition. Yes. I don't think fairness is part of the Vard's vocabulary, is it? Hmm? Nevertheless, I must concur with my associate, but upon entirely different grounds. You yourself just now witnessed the amount of Vard matter required by the Shaper to transform even a few feet of this planet into a copy of Maris. Even you will therefore realize the sheer volume of matter needed to restructure this entire world. We have all the matter we need to achieve our purpose. Will you indeed? I think not. Why else would I have agreed to help you? Hmm? I knew from first glance at the box extra machinations to the shaper that the power requirements needed to complete your foolish design would require the sacrifice of your entire race. Is that what you really want, then? To destroy yourselves, only to leave behind an empty surrogate virus? Mm. You mistake our genius, Doctor, as always. We have no intention of destroying ourselves to achieve our destiny. For the host matter we require is only that of one person. And who is this one person? Hmm? You. What? 
macho. shall defend myself if I must. Can't you keep your drones in line? Keep off your board bullies. I shall do no such thing. But you still need the doctor to help operate the machine. You are correct. The doctor will momentarily be operating the machine 
with him. For the last time, keep your distance. the shaper ourselves. But none of this makes any sense. I thought you wanted to remake Marinus to go back home. The doctor's not from your world. He can't make it for you. <laughs> you fool. We don't want to recreate that world. We want to recreate yours. My world? You can't mean... No! Yes, Underling. With the doctor's matter enslaved to the shaper, we shall become like your people. We shall become the masters of time and space. Now, your choice is clear. Assist or die. Be very careful how you act next. A wise decision, and one that allows you to live and witness our ultimate victory. Forgive me, old friend. <laughs> I have only one choice left before me. <laughs> <laughs> 